I'm Dave Cauley, investigative journalist and host of the podcast, Cold. Don't miss Cold's new Season 3, where I look into the unsolved disappearance of Cherie Warren, a woman last seen leaving her job at a Salt Lake City office in 1985. Police cast suspicion on Cherie's estranged husband and boyfriend, but never made any arrests or recovered Cherie's remains. Find Cold Season 3, The Search for Cherie, anywhere you get your podcasts. Inside Sources with Boyd Matheson. If you're just tuning in, uh, has been reported a uh, big change coming tomorrow. Uh, President Joe Biden will formally announce the decision to re-expand Utah's Grand Staircase and Bears Ears National Monuments. Uh, and of course, uh, a lot of disappointment, frustration, and not a lot of surprise coming out of the governor's office there. I, I think one of the interesting things uh, that was noted in the uh, press release that came out from the governor's office uh, and included, of course, the lieutenant governor, the attorney general, uh, President Adams and Speaker Wilson, uh, was an interesting something that we haven't uh, reported a lot on. Uh, and it says that uh, we're equally disappointed that the Bureau of Land Manu- Management's headquarters will be moving from Colorado to Washington, D.C., so remember, there was uh, a point during the previous administration that they actually moved the Bureau of Land Management out of Washington, D.C. and put it in the West, put it in Colorado. And now they're going to return it uh, thousands of miles away uh, from over 90 percent of the country's federally owned or federally managed lands, uh, locating the Bureau of Land Management away from the nation's capital and near the lands being managed brought a valuable new perspective to the BLM and should have served as a model for other federal departments. Uh, and I actually agree with that. Uh, the fact that uh, we have people who are thousands of miles away from the vast majority of federal land in this country, uh, they're so far removed with it. How can they really appreciate what's going on in those areas that they're supposed to have stewardship over? And I think that's an interesting question for us to come back to in terms of can we create cooperation? What kind of leadership is it going to take uh, and just with what we've covered on this show today alone, between the raising of the debt ceiling, uh, which we've been saying for months now would be a fake fight, a series of false choices, declarations of calamities and catastrophes to come, only to be solved and punted not even seven weeks down the road. And we're going to do this all over again. That is not leadership. Uh, That is politics. And both sides can uh, line up to uh, point fingers and place blame, but it's a leadership issue. Uh, And the fact that even last night when everyone knew there was a deal in terms of the debt ceiling, that they were going to raise it by roughly a half a trillion dollars, $480 billion, uh, which would get them to about December 2nd, December 3rd, somewhere around there. Uh, Everyone knew that. And yet the theatrics weren't quite high enough. So both Leader Schumer and Minority Leader McConnell decided to up it a little more. And they negotiated behind closed doors until midnight and then said, we'll come back in the morning. And then finally they did. Uh, There'll be a vote later tonight. Uh, But all of that was cooked and baked. And here's how you know it was cooked and baked. If you watched the markets yesterday, (laughs) markets went up. Markets went up again today. Why? Because they knew the deal was already done. Uh, So they had already baked it in. That's not leadership. 
And the problem is, is we've allowed our politics to be equated to leadership, and they are not the same. An elected official is not necessarily a leader. They're just an elected official. Leadership's a different thing. Leadership's not a zero-sum game, and sadly, uh, that's what we see over and over and over again, especially coming out of Washington, D.C., because real leadership is not about division. Uh, It's not about politicians and outside interests driven by their own self-interest. Uh, who can raise you know hundreds of millions of dollars every year by promoting all of those base emotions of anger, fear, frustration, and then they ask for donations. They run campaigns on the wedge issues rather than building bridges. They'd rather have a political point than a policy solution. And they just continue, as we just saw with these two monuments, they're so good at convincing us that we're just too divided. We're just too divided to deal with these national monuments. So you know what? The president will have to do it by himself. And again, presidents of both political parties have done this and will continue to do this rather than address the real issues. Also, remember, this gives members of Congress a free pass because they can just shrug their shoulders and say, well, it wasn't me. It wasn't my job. As we've been talking about throughout the program, courage and leadership is not yelling stuff at your opponents. It's not poking them on social media. It isn't belittling them or demonizing or weaponizing their words. That's not leadership. That's not real courage. Real courage is when you do that to your friends, to your supporters. And you say, no, that's not the way we roll. That's not how we do it. Leadership's also not about comfort zones and the status quo, avoiding hard votes, which is just what we saw today, or hard decisions, which we just saw today, (laughs) so that everyone can have their election campaign just keep rocking along. So leadership's not about having a vision of yourself in a corner office or elected office. Leadership should be about a vision for the people you're supposed to represent or you're supposed to lead. You've heard me say on this program before, uh, the motto at our house is, if you have to declare it, you're not it. If you have to declare yourself the leader, you're not the leader. Uh, As we would always say with our kids, when they would declare, I'm an adult, it's usually because they were about to do something very childish. If you have to declare it, you're not it. And same is true in business. And so what we end up with in so many places and spaces is acting leadership, people who are just acting as if they're the leader because they have a title of some sort. Uh, Managers at best and mediocre bureaucrats at worst, they, they cripple organizations with inability to act or inspire those that they're supposed to lead on executing a mission and producing outcomes. We have to get to outcomes. Everything else is window dressing, folks. All the other things. We can talk about all the programs we could have, should have, might have, would have to help people in all kinds of situations. The only thing that matters is, does it produce an outcome? And is it the right outcome? And it's the same, whether it's a business and a marketing campaign, whether it's a business with a new product, or whether it's a program helping people get out of poverty or get out of perpetual homelessness. 
it's the outcomes that matter. I don't, I don't want to know, and I don't really care how much you're going to spend. I know that sounds really good on the campaign trail. We spent $20 gazillion to eradicate X. The only thing I want to know is did you eradicate it? Did you fix it? Did you solve it? Show me the outcome. Outcomes don't lie. Uh, it's the one thing we learned from George Will again this week, talking about baseball. Uh, the thing we love about baseball is it doesn't lie. You are your record. After a 162-game season, there's no pointing fingers. There's no excuses. There's no woulda, coulda, shoulda. You are your record. It's the outcome. There's nowhere to hide. Uh, we need a little bit more of that in Washington. Because what we have, sadly, is a lot of people hiding out, sniping, uh, doing all of the things we hate about Washington, D.C. And we often talk about it in terms of, you know, an, an army of sheep led by a lion is more to be feared than an army of lions led by a sheep. And sometimes I think we have sheep leading sheep in our nation's capital. We need someone to lead. And our history is filled with lions who led sheep into seemingly impossible situations and won, whether in sports, in business, and even in this wonderful place that we call America. But it requires a different kind of leadership, not sheep leading lions. We need a lion. I don't care who you're leading, sheep or otherwise so we can get the right thing done for the American people. I'm Boyd Matheson. Thanks for listening to Inside Sources here on KSL News Radio. And as always, as you go out into the world today, make sure you see something that inspires, say something that uplifts, and do something today that'll make a difference. It's the story of an American held in a dark Venezuelan prison. Then all of a sudden, they all kind of lined up. They pointed their guns at me. And this is the point where I thought, I'm going to die today. I'm Becky Bruce. I spent a year working on Hope in Darkness, which now has more than 2 million downloads. Find it on kslpodcast.com or wherever you listen to podcasts.